Welcome back to another episode of Product Thinking. I am Kyle Evans. This week, we are talking about product roadmaps. What are they good for? A few things, actually. So how can we build good ones? It may seem nostalgic or retro, but what, there was a time when we actually had to use roadmaps all the time to get places when, when driving, especially when taking road trips. You'd have to unfold a massive map, find out where you were, and then trace out the roads to get to your destination. No GPS or navigation, except for your co-pilot handling the map. Those were much tougher days, and getting lost was much, much easier, which is why every car always had a roadmap. You might not need it all the time, but it was there just in case. Fortunately, now many of us have GPS available whenever we need it within just a few taps. But the idea of a roadmap is still relatively similar. Directions and guidance for getting where you're going. So a few years ago, I wrote an article about product roadmaps called Product Roadmaps Love, Hate, and Hate. And I linked to that in this week's newsletter and you can search it. It was a a really good article, if I do say so myself. And in it, I talked about unaliving product roadmaps because of the problems they create. Not everything about product roadmaps is bad, but they're often misunderstood, misinterpreted, or misused. So I suggested ending them. Not really though, because they are important. We can't get rid of roadmaps, both on road trips and in our products, but we need to do a better job understanding the principles of a roadmap, what inputs we need to create one, and then its ultimate use. So first off, what is a roadmap? A roadmap is a visual representation of our product prioritization and strategy. So we need to do a few things. We need a few inputs before we can create a good roadmap, along with some guiding principles. So what are those guiding principles? First off, a roadmap is not a project plan. It is a strategic document. It's the first thing and often gets lost in a lot of the things that we're trying to do. So first off, a roadmap is not a project plan. It is a strategic document. Second, a roadmap isn't a list of features. It should be outcomes that we want to achieve. Third, a roadmap is a tool for communication and alignment. And finally, a roadmap will change. These are all important principles. They're key principles for creating product roadmaps along with using roadmaps in our product teams, our organizations, and with our customers. So what are some of the inputs that we need in order to create a good roadmap? Before we can create a roadmap, we need a few things to inform our product roadmap. First off, and probably most important, we need a vision and a strategy. We need to start with the product vision, start with the product strategy, start with why. What is it that we're trying to achieve? Why are we doing it? If we were taking a road trip using our old school roadmap, Uh, that we just discussed, it would only be helpful to us if we knew our destination. Otherwise, the map just shows us everything around. We need to know where we're going in order to determine how we're going to get there. For our products, we need to understand where we're going if we're going to create a roadmap to get there. It's the same principle. We even call it a product roadmap. The vision is the destination we want to get to, and it should guide everything we're doing on the roadmap in order to achieve our goals. The roadmap is really part of our strategy. Like I said, it's a strategic document to achieve the vision. 
And in this week's newsletter, which you can check out at productthinking.cc if you haven't yet, I show this visually that the product vision sits atop the pyramid of product, if you will, tells us where we're going and, and why we're trying to do the things that we're doing. Under that is the product strategy, which, which tells us how are we going to get there and how do we measure it? And then finally is the product execution. What are we going to do specifically in order to drive our strategy and to achieve our product vision? These are all important things. And I like to think of it in that way, using this kind of pyramid uh, theme or idea in order to represent it. So next up, you know, once we have a good product vision and product strategy, we need objectives and prioritization. We need to prioritize the biggest problems we're going to tackle. Prioritization needs to be much more than just stack ranking priorities or using a value to effort matrix for features. It is a cycle of understanding, visualizing, prioritizing, and aligning. And I wrote about this recently in a post so cleverly named product prioritization. So definitely check that out. And in a podcast where we talked about product prioritization, this idea of prioritizing and how it goes so much beyond just the visualization frameworks that we often think of when we think about prioritization. There are things we need to do before we can get to that, inputs we need, and then the outcomes that we drive with it. So once we prioritize, we can put our priorities into our roadmap as objectives we're trying to achieve, along with the execution and features we will use to achieve those objectives and outcomes. Objectives are a critical part of a roadmap. If we go back to our principles, a roadmap is a strategic document and not a project plan. It isn't a list of prioritized features, but we need to focus on why we're working on those features and the outcomes we hope to achieve with them. Certainly, a roadmap can have features on it, and it and most likely will and it should, but those features need to be driving goals and objectives that we have for our product which of course align with our strategy and vision. All of this goes back up to that idea of each layer of our triangle or pyramid is supporting the others. So finally, that leads us to the last input that we need, the timeline and execution. So understanding that this isn't the project plan, we can create the right timeline for our roadmap. At a high level, our timeline could be something like now, next, later. And we could put our prioritized objectives and features into each of these categories. What are we working on right now? What comes next? And then what is later? It could also take other forms. You know, we often do quarterly planning as businesses. So if we need to think of it in terms of quarters, you know, what is now the current quarter that we're working on? We could call it quarter one, Q1. What's next? The could be. Q2, and what's later, Q2, Q3, Q4, Q4, and beyond. So prioritizing and then putting into our roadmap and our timeline each of these different areas that we're going to focus on so that everybody understands. And then as we do more research, we could group objectives into uh, more specific areas like months or quarters like we were just talking about, being more specific in the immediate future and more general as we get further out. And it's critical as we assess our timelines and execution that we don't fall into the trap of 
creating a project plan out of our roadmap. Project plans are great and you should have one for sure, but it shouldn't be your roadmap. It should be two separate things. So finally, you know, once we have all of these inputs, so we've established our principles, we have the inputs that we need, we can now have the outcome of our product roadmap. Once we've gathered and assessed our inputs, we can put it all together into a roadmap. And a roadmap can take many forms. If you're just starting out, it may be as simple as slides or a Google Doc or a Google Sheet or whatever it is that you're using. And then as you grow your business, there are a number of software tools tailored for product roadmaps. I've tried many of them and used several of them in different companies. And they all offer some great functionality with specific nuances that may be important for your team. But the most important thing, regardless of the form your roadmap takes, will be using it primarily to drive specific outcomes. So however you start to put this together, whether it is in a very, very simple form, a document that you're writing or more visual or actually using some software to help you develop it, there are the key outcomes that need to come from it, which are communication. And once we've created our roadmap, we can then use it to communicate our priorities and how they align with our overall strategy and vision. And communication is so key because then we can start to get feedback, generate discussion, and use this document as a tool for guiding what we do and reprioritizing as we get new information. And second, alignment. We can use our roadmap as an alignment tool. Every product and company has many stakeholders, including, but not limited to, executives, marketing, sales, support, legal, and even other product teams. If you're talking about a, a single product roadmap, how it might impact other products within the company or within the organization. So we can use our roadmap to align all of our groups and stakeholders around the vision, the strategy, and how we've prioritized our upcoming work. And once we've aligned, we can work through dependencies. We can coordinate releases and coordinate with marketing, sales, support, and other teams for the timing of launches and other communication to the business or to customers and prepare our organization for what is coming up. So product roadmaps are a critical part of any product and organization. If you're just operating out of JIRA, delivering features with only a rough idea of why, then you may be missing the opportunity to really deliver the best value to your company and users in a cohesive way. A roadmap certainly won't fix everything, and it is often the source of its own problems for sure. But having a product vision and strategy that you can communicate, prioritize against, and ultimately deliver on through your roadmap will make you a much better product manager and a better product organization. So there you have it. That is what is a roadmap good for. And it, there are a few things. So we can take all of these things, build good roadmaps from them. And of course, you can check this out at productthinking.cc if you want to check out some of the visuals or subscribe to the newsletter, which there is a free version and a paid version. A free version comes out almost every week and you can check that out or the paid version with a few extras and also just supporting the newsletter, this podcast, everything else. If you're enjoying it, that would be awesome. Of course, follow us wherever you get your podcasts, wherever you're listening right now or wherever else you'd like. And you can follow us on social media as well. You can follow me at Kyle Larry Evans 
on TikTok, on Twitter, and you can follow uh, this newsletter on TikTok and Twitter as well at product thinking, just one T in the middle shared between the two words. So until next time, keep questioning all those assumptions and we will talk again then.